Okay, we're gonna get started. So, um, <laughs> I figured since Ben was doing the history of the New Testament period, I would do the geography of the New Testament period. So, just going through Jesus' path in the New Testament, and then I'm going to erase the board real quick, and you're going to see me, my great geography skills on Europe. <laughs> we're going to do the Journey of the Apostles as well. Um, I have a pretty straightforward you know, pathway that I've found of Jesus' ministry. Now, of course, the Gospels... It takes, it's not like a perfect science lining up the different gospel accounts. And they're not always even in perfect chronological order. Um, but they do fit together pretty well for Jesus' ministry. Now, obviously, we know where Jesus was born. Right? Bethlehem. In Judea. And he travels to Egypt. And um, then he comes back and grows up in Nazareth. But you, where does Jesus' ministry start? Well, of course, then he's baptized over here. Visits Jerusalem, baptized somewhere along the Jordan River by, by John. Where does Jesus call the disciples? Yeah, right near, right by Capernaum, Bethsaida. This is where Jesus calls the disciples and starts his ministry. And then the next, the next account in the Gospels is the wedding at Cana, where Jesus does his first miracle. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's great. I should. Uh, let's see. How many miles from Jerusalem to Capernaum? 121 miles. Moderate traffic, about two hour and a half hours. My <laughs> <By> car. <laughs> that's what Google. That's what Google gave him. About two and a half hours traffic right now. From Capernaum to Jerusalem. Yeah, about 100, 121 miles from here to here. So the stretch oh, okay. between the river is about 100 miles. Yeah, I mean about the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah about a little over 100 if you go to the bottom, the top. It was a three-day journey from when he was, um, when Joseph had to travel from Nazareth to down to uh, Yeah, he's, and he's doing a lot of traveling. Um, so he travels to Jerusalem for the Passover from uh, some, from somewhere over here. Probably he's back over at, um, in this area. Travels down to Jerusalem for the Passover. And um, meets Nicodemus there, John 2 and 3. And then spends time baptizing in, in the Aegean countryside and meets the woman at the well here. It's my little well. Um, Sorry, I keep ref- should have printed this document out. Um, and then sometime later, he's back in Jerusalem for the Judean festival, where he uh, confronts the, where the Pharisees confront him about healing on the Sabbath. And he returns to Nazareth, where he's rejected by the people in his hometown. And uh, that some point around around there is when he sets up base in Capernaum. And that becomes his base of operations for a large chunk of the New Testament. Um, he ministers all around Galilee here. And then at some point he comes down to Nain here and raises the widow's son from the dead. Um, what is that? Luke 7, where he raises the widow's son from the dead, is in Nain, down here. 
and then he comes up here where he, this is where Gargasa is, where he casts out the herd of demons into the pigs, or the demons into the herd of pigs. He's over here south, um, southeast of Ga the Sea of Galilee. Returns to Nazareth, and he's rejected again by his people. And then preaches again um, all around Galilee, and then sends the disciples out two by two for a period of time. After which, when they return from that, they try and withdraw Bethsaida for some solitary time. And that's when the crowd follows him and he feeds the 5,000 um, somewhere near Bethsaida. Uh, the woman at the well. So that was in Sychar, the city of Samaria. Yes. So I, 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 I guess I'm just being confused. I thought that was, uh, yeah, never mind. I, uh, I was thinking it was farther north than it is. Well, the border is somewhere, somewhere in here. I didn't. I decided doing borders yeah, no, is probably I, I, beyond I my map drawing uh, skills. But yeah, somewhere in here is the border between Samaria and Judea, and Judea, and that's where. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think it's somewhere. I think it's somewhere close to there. I don't have the. Actually, I could pull the map up. Right. And yeah, there's a lot of traveling through here, but there's also a lot of traveling on this side of the Jordan as well. And we'll see later as Jesus approaches um, Jerusalem for the last time, he actually meets some travelers and travels through that area as well. So they're going up and down both sides. I did not look up. I'm not exactly sure where the path where the roads would have been. I just know they're traveling on this side and they're traveling on this side. Donald sent me a map if you want to look where the roads are. <laughs> With the roads on it? Modern roads or first Oh, not roads? modern roads. It's like the roads that they would have taken. The Roman roads. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'd love to see airports. Airports. Donald, find the airports. <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, basically that, though, having them, having them travel through. He's got a road going up this side and a road going up this side all leading to Jerusalem. Actually, what website is it? It, I think it's the back of his Bible. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a picture. Yeah. I think yeah, I can see a sticker back there. Would there have been like a distinct line between Samaria and Judea, or was it kind of a just kind of on the countryside and it kind of slowly transitioned? I think on the countryside. I mean, it's all under the Roman Empire right now too. So like, they just have different like Ben talked to. They just have different governors of these different provinces. Sure. They don't have like a wall or anything going across. <laughs> Yeah. Do you highlight the wordplay with uh, Bethsaida? No. He, uh, it's the house of fish or fishing town. And he calls right. the fishers of men there and then he feeds them with bread and fish. So it's a wordplay going on there. What's, oh, I missed the wordplay. Bethsaida is house of fish or fishing right. town. And he calls the fishers of men right. from there. Cool. Then he comes back to feed the 5,000 and gives them bread and fish. Interesting. So he's a lot of fish stuff happening here. <laughs> he calls fishers of men. Fishers of men. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, but he did. I mean, there's just so much. He spent so much time here. And he really isn't in Jerusalem um, that much, other than a couple trips early on and, and at the end. Um, so he's in, he's in Gergasa where he casts the demons in the herd of pigs. Um, 
and then returns to Nazareth and is rejected again? Um, I think for the final time. Um, oh, no, no, we're, we're up here where they, um, where they feed the 5,000. We already did it to Nazareth. Up here feeding the 5,000. And then um, Jesus walks the waters of Galilee, meets when uh, there's a storm, he walks, they meet him in the boat, and then they land over here south of Capernaum and, um, and heal many people there. And then Jesus travels to Tyre up here. And now we're up in like southern Syria or Syrophoenicia. And heals the, um, that's he heals the daughter of the Syrophoenician woman in Matthew 15 and Mark 7. And then sometime after that, Jesus is down in Decapolis, traveling down here, healing many people. Do we know the reason why he went up to Tyre? No. I don't. He does. <laughs> We also definitely see that Jesus, his ministry is, is clearly to Israel. Um, and he hits all the, all the places in the, in the Old Testament, uh, Tyre being one of them, um, <coughs> in that ministry. And, and saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. That was an important Yeah, and he covers he covers the whole thing. Yes, yeah, so he's up in Tyre for the Syrophoenician woman. He's down in Decapolis after that, where he feeds the four thousand, and then they return to Capernaum. They cross the sea here and they travel up to Caesarea Philippi, um, and um, then after that is the Transfiguration. And traditionally, the Transfiguration is placed on Mount Tabor. I think because of its proximity to his area of operations, but I think more recently people have connected it to Mount Hermon because the chronology fits better with where he is in Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi, and it's a much taller mountain. You've got like a 1,500-foot mountain here, and you have like a 9,230 feet. A very large mountain, mountain series up here. Um, so either coming down here or coming up here to Mount Hermon for the Transfiguration. I like Mount Hermon for um, another sort of fun reason, um, because, well, typically Mount Sinai is placed way down here on the Sinai Peninsula, across the Red Sea, because that's where Israel was when they crossed the Red Sea. There's one um, 
unique scholar who thinks that Mount Sinai and Mount Horeb, same name, is actually up here in this mountain range, um, which would be kind of cool because you guys have heard the conception, transfiguration theory. It's a joke, but it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> where does what mountain does is Moses on when he sees the the back of God? Sinai. 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 Yep, Mount Horeb and. What mountain is Elijah on when he sees the face of God? Or Mount Horeb, same same place. Yeah, Exodus uses very changeably. So yeah, that's that's where most people put. Yeah, and and really because it's proximity to the Red Sea, which is where we think that's probably where they've traveled to. They cross the Red Sea. They're probably right there when 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 Moses before Mount Sinai. Um, and this is a this is a bit further north, um, but you have um, if if you have Jesus on the same mountain with Moses looking at one side of him and Elijah looking at one side of him, there's kind of a cool like they're all there <laughs> they're all there moment, which is kind of fun, um, just a fun uh, just a fun inception. Uh, yeah. He, after the transfiguration, was coming up from Mount Tabor or down from Mount Hermon. He comes back down here to Galilee and foretells his death. Um, and um, then he, uh, where are we? Then he heads to the Feast of Booths in Jerusalem, passing through Samaria. So back in Jerusalem for the first time in a while. Teaches in the visits uh, Mary, Martha, and Bethany down here, and then teaches in the temple. Um, and then Jesus heads to Perea the region where John the Baptist has been baptizing um, and preaches the gospel there and then somewhere over here is where he hears of Lazarus' death along this way, comes back um, stops in Jericho with Lazarus and then somewhere along the way here is Lazarus dies and he's back in Bethany um, oh sorry, no Lazarus is later but so he, he's, he's somewhere over here baptizing um, Lazarus dies, he comes back to Bethany and then when he learns of the Jews plot to kill him, he comes north to Ephraim we don't know exactly where Ephraim is, but we know that he joins um, some travelers coming south, somewhere along here, along Korea, to Jerusalem on his way back then passes through Jericho uh, heals the, the, the uh, heals the blind man and eats with Zacchaeus and then makes his way to Jerusalem for the final week before his death, where he's pretty much there other than visiting Bethany, Mary and Martha, and then he's, and uh, uh, where, the can't think where the donkey came from, but they're all right around the Jerusalem region the final week of his death. Um, he's in Bethany, sends the apostles out here to proclaim the good news of his kingdom. Um, that's right before he heads out to Ephraim. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the pathway of Jesus through the New Testament. Um, Do you know how many miles he travels all No, I mean a lot of uh, we don't we just don't know even close to all of his ministry because there's parts where he's like he's up in Tyre and then he's in Decapolis, he's ministering around this region. Um, we just don't have a. There's so many chunks that are missing, and he shows up in these faraway different places, pretty close next to each other. So there's this travel going on in between. Um, Besides, would we count him walking on water yeah. would be miles, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <that would be> miles. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm going to erase this. Yeah, I thought it was it was interesting to me seeing how much time he actually he does spend um, in the Galilee region, and that he really isn't in. He really comes to Jerusalem, preaches in the temple, and then is kicked out, um, and isn't there for a, like, a big bulk of his ministry. Um, Oh yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, but his his ministry of uh, as a thirty year old calling followers and <coughs> going and proclaiming judgment and the right understanding of the scriptures. Well, he's doing that when he's twelve. So then I wanted to do the um, the apostles' ministry, and bear with me for a second here. Ken, Ken, yeah. that was the back of his Bible, but. I'm pretty sure I have a book at home, if I'm thinking of the right book, that has all the maps of the Bible in it. I can send you a picture of it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I feel like somewhere along homeschooling, I picked up a bunch of resources on that when we studied that time period. So I'll have to go back and look. That'd be great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you thought that map of uh, Judea was bad, just get ready. <laughs> all right. Well, and for anyone else wondering, <laughs> Donald pulled up airports of Israel if anyone is interested. <laughs> yeah, there's a. Has anyone seen the movie Golda? It's a relatively recent movie. It's on like HBO, whatever this month and it's uh it's about uh, really the like the month of uh, in October of 73 the the, the Yom Kippur war what's it called just Golda like so it, gold no Golda Meyer focuses on Golda Meyer oh, oh dear yeah yeah that's she's, a really uh, she's straight out of Milwaukee you know that she's never read that part of her history Yeah, they didn't found their, They didn't begin that with Golda in the in the uh, biblical sense. She was a communist. Uh, it's very that's very interesting. The HBO put it on. <laughs> well, uh, well, while Horace is putting this map together, let me just make a comment. I I wasn't here for the whole beginning, but you know, one of the reasons that that Christ is Jesus is in Galilee and, and in what we would, would have been in the Old Testament, Samaria so much, is that's the mixed multitudes, right? You've got Jews and Gentiles living together. You've got Jews and Gentiles married together. Um, all these Gentiles that the Lord by his hand, you see in the Old Testament, put down in those areas. So his ministry is to Israel, but it is also impacting and changing the lives of the people there that his ministry starts with Israel but goes out to the, the Gentile nations. And then the reason that he's making these drop-ins into Jerusalem is for all of the feasts. Um, we see Jesus at, at all the feasts um, that the appointed feasts by God except we see him at the temple except for the day of atonement. That's the only one that we don't see noted. 
he made, he made, I guess you could call them diversions, but they weren't diversions to Christ outside of, not outside of Israel. Was he outside of Israel? Or into the Gentiles, into Gentiles like Tyre and Sidon? So. But, but not, but he's, he sent his disciples out. He told them to preach to the lost sheep of Israel, not to go into the, right? Well, it's about beginning there because judgment started there, mm-hmm. right? And and then it spread to the synagogues all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of what happened during the, the exilic period, those who did not return established synagogues all over the Gentile world. And you see Paul when he goes out. <coughs> Where does he where does he go? He he starts out in the, that city or town synagogue. Um, mm-hmm. They were the base of operations for the expansion of the gospel. All right, there's a uh, pretty rough map of uh, Europe. Um, you've got, I've drastically underestimated how far India is. It's really more like over here in front of the other side of the, of the um, podium. Um, but I've also placed the P's. I've also placed all the places where the Jews are from at Pentecost. So the New Testament lists for us where many of the Jews who see the apostles after the Holy Spirit comes to them are from. Rome, Carthage, Egypt, all over Asia Minor, Jerusalem, um, Syria, Media, all these other Parthian, Persian areas over here. Um, and the Roman Empire is like, at this time it's like, uh, doesn't have Germania, it kind of comes down here, um, and then it comes down here and has northern Africa. So I meant to do that in red. Let me do this. Yeah, that was confusing. So you got the, the Roman Empire here. That's, this is all Roman Empire territory. And then um, if it's not clear, you got water here. Water. Water. Uh, and then you have Parthian uh, here, Armenia, yeah? Can you put the red on the uh, boundary of the Roman? Yeah. <coughs> Roman Empire sort of here. 
and down through here, and then here. So that's Roman Empire, and then you have Africa. You've got a couple little kingdoms here, Parthia, Armenia, um, the Germania, Arabs, etc. Greece. I think we're good. We're good with those ones. So, <coughs> let me see what color should I do their journeys in? Green. Is green a good journey color? So, a lot of the journeys. So, we're going to start with the ones in. <coughs> <coughs> we're going to start with the ones in scripture and there's only a couple and then I'm going to tell you according to contemporaries and legends and ones that aren't considered as um, actually no I shouldn't say that ones that aren't in the Bible so that's, that's the distinction so you have some that are specifically recorded in the Bible and you have some that are recorded in apocryphal works in contemporary works in works in the following centuries um, so to start you know you have Peter who, um, after Jerusalem, um, he's ministering here in Caesarea. Um, and um, restores Tabitha to life over up here. And then, but most of his ministry is in this area, he's at the Council of Jerusalem. And then according to um, non-biblical sources, ends up in Rome um, and is crucified there. So... That's Peter's journey. A lot down here, and then, and then one up. It's a sad marker. One up there. Uh, Paul, we have a lot of Paul, right? In the that's basically most of the book of Acts. Um, he goes to Damascus, which is here, uh, ish. Uh, actually, it might be higher than that. It might be up here. Goes to Damascus. Do I have it on my pre-drawn map? Let's see. I think yeah, I think Damascus is in Syria. I think it's south of Turkey. I think he, I think he's like here-ish. He's definitely north of. My map probably is not helping me here, but um, he's from Tarsus. Is right. Tarsus is right there. Um, so he's somewhere here. He's saved along this road. He spends time there, and then he goes up to Antioch, um, where his first his first mission starts in Antioch, and then takes him. Um, on a loop through, uh, not Patmos, uh, the other island here. What's the other island here? I didn't write it down. Crete. Not Crete, the other one. Cyprus. Cyprus. Cyprus, yes, thank you. Let me put that on the map. He's got a little island here. So his first missionary journey takes him from Antioch through Cyprus and southern Greece. And then, and then he is, um, and then southern Asia Minor. Um, and then he, um, and then he heads down to Jerusalem for the Council of Jerusalem. After the Council of Jerusalem, he is planning on retracing his steps on this missionary journey, but has the, the breakup with Mark. And he instead heads through Asia Minor, planting a lot of the churches we see in the New Testament, and then through northern Greece, and then down to, um, down to southern Greece. So what you just referred to as Asia Minor, that's modern-day Turkey, right? Yes, right. Right, yes. And and here, at this time, Asia Minor is just the little, a little section here. Galatia is a region here. 
Um, there's a bunch of other regions like Phrygia and Pamphylonia or something down here. Too many for me to like segment out. At some point, we call the whole thing Asia Minor, and then we call the whole thing Turkey. Galatia is a region. You have Colossae. Sorry, you can't read my writing. You have Colossae here. You have Ephesus here. Philippi is up here in like Macedonia or northern Greece, Thessalonia, Thessalonica is right there as well. Um, meant to put Corinth on. Corinth is, Athens is up here. Corinth is right here in the top of this little uh, isthmus. Um, and so he's, he's stopping those churches all on his second, or founding a lot of those churches on his second missionary journey. And then he heads back to Jerusalem. Um, and then instantly starts his third missionary journey, basically right after arriving. Comes back up to Antioch um, and, and to Ephesus and follows the steps of his last missionary journey. So the third missionary journey, he really follows the exact same steps as the second missionary journey, revisiting these churches. Means to go to Ephesus um, <clears throat> to see them again, but he's trying to make it back to Jerusalem in time for Pentecost. So he makes a brief stop at a little port here called uh, Mileta, I think, and meets the leaders of Ephesus uh, a couple hundred miles away from Ephesus, 100 miles or whatever, and then heads to Jerusalem for Pentecost. Um, and then since that is when he's put in prison and then has his trial and then is eventually sent via Crete and then shipwrecking on um, Malta and then up to Rome. Um, where he's in prison. Now, that is where Scripture stops for Paul, is on that, that trip there. Um, but according to some contemporaries of Paul, according to some people after Paul, and according to some references Paul makes in the New Testament, people's reading of them, Paul does, is typically believed to have a fourth missionary journey not recorded in, in Acts. So, there's a part in 2 Timothy 4 where he says, um, he references his first defense and being released from the lion's mouth. Um, it makes more sense of his um, church he plants on Crete with Titus if it fits in after the events recorded in Acts. And um, he's a contemporary. I, can't, I did not write down the name of the contemporary who, when Paul says he'd like to go to Spain, and there's a contemporary of Paul's that records he did go to the furthest most parts of the Roman Empire, which would have been Spain. Um, or the furthest extreme of the Roman Empire. And then there's some people in the century after Paul, Clement of Rome, John Chrysostom, Cyril of Jerusalem, that claim he made a trip there. So that trip would have taken him, um, that trip would have taken him uh, at some point to Spain and through Crete. And there's some, there's some references that make him, people think he's got to revisit Ephesus in some places um, before his final journey to Rome. Uh, where he was executed, and also according to some other sources, at some point here, met Peter there while he was in he was in Rome as well, before um, Peter was crucified, and before Paul was, I think, beheaded. I think um, did not write down Paul's Paul's supposed death. So after Paul, we have Philip, and now pretty much we're in post biblical sources at this point because most of these guys' journeys are not recorded in scripture. Philip. Who's Philip the Apostle and who's Philip the Evangelist? Who's Philip the Deacon? And even like first century church fathers are constantly mixing the two of them up. So it makes it hard to like track which one they're talking about at any point. Um, but apocryphally, Philip travels down here to North Africa. Um, travels down here to North Africa and then up to Greece and Phrygia, which is Central Asia Minor up here. 
um, and Syria, but it's eventually, or not Syria, that's not Syria, Syria is eventually crucified here in Phrygia. Um, then Andrew uh, travels to Russia, modern day Russia up here. And um, he's a patron saint a lot up there, and a popular name for that, uh, that, that connection. And then preaches through Asia Minor down here in Greece, where he said to have been crucified there. Um, Thomas is uh, said to have been active in Syria here, and then to have journeyed as far as India, where he proclaims the gospel and is speared to death. Um, and like I said, he's really traveling far here because we're really out here for India. Um, and that's Thomas. Matthew um, is said to have pe- preached through Persia out here, uh, through Ethiopia all the way down here. And um, the earliest accounts typically say he actually lived out his days in Ethiopia. There's other accounts that say he was speared to death, stabbed to death down in Ethiopia. Um, so there's Nathaniel slash Bartholomew. This was a this was a uh, one I just learned about, which was most of the the synoptic gospels, Matthew through uh, help me out here, Luke, Matthew through Luke, um, list um, a twelfth apostle named Bartholomew, who's not present in John, but John has a guy running around Jesus named Nathaniel. People typically think they're probably the same. There's so many names that they're Simon and Peter and Simon and Peter and that they think they're probably the same guy. So you have Nathaniel slash Bartholomew, who's said to travel with Thomas to Syria. Um, to India? Thank you, to India. Um, but then also to have come back and gone to uh, Armenia up here and um, Ethiopia as well and Southern Arabia. Oh, and I didn't put a P there, but we should have. Yeah, we should have. There were um, people at uh, Pentecost from Arabia. Uh, so we should put a P there as well. Um, and Arabia. Listed all the all the peoples that were present at the Pentecost. Pentecost. Yeah. From yeah, they're hitting all those spots. Yeah. Um, all of them except for pretty much except for India and Russia. Um, He's said to have been flayed to death here. And so a lot of pictures later show him holding his own skin. Flayed and beheaded. James, son of Alphaeus, um, also gets, gets confused with the other James, um, like Philip, but is said to have preached through Syria. So he's, he's traveling up here. Simon is said to have preached through Persia and been killed there. So he's coming out here preaching and being killed there. Matthias, who replaced Judas, tradition sends him to Syria with Andrew, and that he is, or sorry, to Syria, right here with Andrew, and he's said to have been burnt to death there. Um, and then John is said to have spent most of his days here in Ephesus caring for um, mother, Mary, the mother of Jesus, in his home here in Ephesus. Um, but he is sent, exiled, I believe he's exiled to the island of Patmos which is where he's believed to write Revelation. Um, he spends out the end of his days there on Patmos, south of Turkey, south of Asia Minor. He was the only one who died natural death. So, 
It, it kind of varies. I mean, okay. most of them are, are, don't die natural death. There's a lot of accounts in St. Matthew. That is, well, I believe he's definitely the only one to live to see the fall of Jerusalem. But a lot of it accounts of the deaths of the apostles aren't... Um, there's a lot of different accounts of them, and they aren't all consistent. So we don't really know how they all died. And there are accounts of a few of them not dying of... Uh, uh, yeah, not dying of persecution, at least. But he, for sure... Um, so, so pretty much, I mean, the whole known world after the uh, was evangelized. Yeah, not only the whole known world, but I also learned that twenty percent of the entire population of the world is right in this area. I mean, it's in this area. I so, mean, like, they're they're going time, beyond that out here that and down here. At that time, they're, they're hitting one fifth of everyone on Earth, just right here, right around the Roman Empire, <laughs> Syria, and Persia, um, plus Africa and India is even more than that. So hitting a massive amount of the people on Earth as well. That's hitting the whole known world um, here. Um, and then Dan told me that uh, according to, um, I don't know, according to who, but you were saying that there's some, there's some like in, within 100 years after Thomas and uh, who else did we say went to India? Andrew, I think. Um, Bartholomew. Bartholomew, thanks. After Thomas and Bartholomew go to India, within 100 years of that, the gospel's in Indonesia. By, by 100 AD. 100 AD, so less than 100 years. Yeah, the, the gospel's down in Jakarta, Indonesia. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, pretty cool how how far and how that's spread. But yeah, that is, um, we see Jesus, we looked at Jesus' ministry in this little area here to Israel and the, the people there. Um, and then the known world comes to Pentecost, and then the disciples go out and hit that whole area um, in their ministry following that. Um, so that is um, the New Testament geography. Yeah, Rick? So, and I'm drawing a blank on the Greek words, but in the New Testament, when it refers to the world, there are at least a couple different words used. Sometimes the word just means that region when it says the whole okay. world. It's just, you know, and Dan, do you remember the word? Oikumene. Right. Huh. Interesting. But, but, but right, that Oikumene really refers to most frequently not just that region, but the, the empire, if you will, the greater reaches of, of that empire, the Roman Empire. Of course, it's going to go even farther than that, you see here. Right. Oikos. 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 Just when you're reading, yeah. you know, the, the Bible that talks about the whole world, you know, you really need to look up which word is being translated there because it doesn't necessarily mean the globe. It can mm, sure. like Dan yeah. said. Well, it really is. You really have both senses here. I mean, because you have the known world, and then. They, according to you know these these uh, accounts, they really do spread out to really the rest of the earth. Uh, if you're if you're Mormon, they hit the U.S. too. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell with the uh, yeah. angel Moroni? Right. Well, what's really interesting is um, I watched a documentary some years ago about Thomas going to India, and how if you get to Arabia, the way that the trade winds go, they actually did it. They took a ship basically a sailing ship of the day 
and it took them just a few weeks to go from Arabia to India. Um, and of course, the documentation of Thomas's time in India is <coughs> a lot of it. And there are there are a lot of Christians along that what we would call the western side of India, that whole strip up and down where where Christianity is there. Um, and, and of course, you see some of those things um, play out in you know, like who we had lunch with the other day. Mm-hmm. And Indian, yeah. yeah. And those people spoke in the languages of their countries that came to the mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Jerusalem that day. Yeah. And so they could go back and, and, and proclaim <laughs> the gospel. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily the Roman Empire that, uh, that evangelized the world. Right. But they did evangelize a lot and, and were turned back yeah. in many places. <laughs> they certainly laid the groundwork literally and figuratively for the word, gospel spread very quickly. Having a, have a single language, I mean, the Roman language, you know, they, it was, and this was up until 400 years ago. This was the language of the church, and this is why the church made such progress back in the 1500s because the whole church spoke one language and it was Latin. And up until the last 70 or 80 years in this country, every kid learned that went to school learned Latin. Yeah, I think I've read C.S. Lewis talking about bemoaning that universities until very recently all study in Latin. And that gave them the ability to read most of the thought of the Western world in its own language uh, and communicate commonly across language barriers that way. But yeah, if you look at the current problem areas in the world, you know, the Black Sea up there and then uh, the Red Sea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're six minutes over. So. <laughs> okay. Um, during Pentecost, like I know that Pentecost, like May, May in that area is nice and warm, I mean, it's kind of like Florida weather, right? Would that have been like a peak time to trade so that basically they're hitting as many people as possible for that, to like, for it to like, to spread as quickly as it did? Because I mean, like, if somebody's speaking in your language, that's not a custom to your language. That was a massive trade route right there. Like, am I making my, like... Yeah, no, that, ma- that makes sense. I don't know. Strategic location, no it doubt. seems like a very strategic yeah, location. Yeah. Everything went through that area. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Oh yeah, I will. Dear Lord, thank you for uh, our time, our uh, time of uh, worship and rest today, and I pray you'd bless our worship and um, as we go out our work this week and our fellowship with others. Amen.